This is Joseph Gervaisi. I'm here with Jenna Pup. Today is May 7, 2015. We are conducting this interview at my home in the Roxborough neighborhood of Philadelphia. And this is part of Loud Fast Philly. Jenna, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for coming all the way out to beautiful Roxborough. Mm -hmm. You've been out here before? Uh, probably. Yeah. Well, we have the Wizard Hicken close sure. by. Sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. So and the Target. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that. I think it's actually technically Concha Hockett. Oh, okay. Conchi. I mean, it's Philly, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah all the enough. weird names for all the weird places get me all mixed yeah, up. Yeah, mostly Indian names, I guess. Hard to spell. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, uh, where were you born and when? Um, somewhere in Virginia in September 1st, 1981. What is this somewhere in Virginia? Do you know where you were born? I do, but I've moved around so much, like, okay. I don't know, almost probably like 60-ish times. Wow. That's so I just know it's Virginia or West Virginia or something. I was only there for two weeks. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, I take it you probably weren't born as Jenna Pop. Do you ever say your actual birth name or mm -mm. Do you just stick to okay. no yeah uh, and is that what is the reason why you use the the pseudonym uh jenna pop yeah i mean it's not it's i mean that's my name now okay. like it's uh it is a part of like me being visible for like like gender stuff mm -hmm. and just being like a trans femme person uh also it was like my dad's real name is my was like my given name and that I don't want that the right. person like didn't like gave me a name and then like busted out right, so right. yeah well, let's talk about that but, yeah. a little bit if you don't if you don't mind yeah uh, no I'm fine with anything uh, so young young you you say you moved around a lot mm -hmm. uh, what was it what was it like as a kid or what were your parents doing um my mom was just doing her best to be like a young mom mm -hmm. and raising a child and surviving and this kind of like most that I remember, just my mom being like badass, like strong, independent woman mm -hmm. and doing whatever she had to do to make me happy and keep me alive, keep right. us alive. And your father wasn't at all in the, the picture? Um, not that I really remember. Left when I was like five or six and then was just kind of like never really, like maybe once around after that, but mm -hmm. like I don't remember much of him as a child either. And as an adult now, you, you have... Nothing. nothing. Yeah, no. Yeah. But I, I consider... He does owe my mom a lot of child support. Where they got divorced, there's like no statute of limitation. You, you um, think there's any chance of getting that blood from this town? I mean, sometimes I think about trying. But then I, I don't really feel like putting that much energy into like, for whatever, to maybe fuck up somebody's life that maybe got better, but probably not. It's, it seems like it would be quite a admire to have to kind of immerse yourself. Yeah, if it was like a million dollars, I'd like hunt him down super fast, but it's not. Dollars. Yeah. Remember, yeah. I live here. Yeah, I'd buy you a new tape recorder thing. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, was there an area that you spent more time in as a youth than in other places that um, maybe had an impression upon you? North and South Carolina were my like two, like South Carolina mainly. It's like my favorite place that I lived. Um, I lived there until like on and off until I was 17. Mm -hmm. um, like the house that I lived in for a short period of time that like was the most influential to me. Like I have like tattooed on me. It's like a really nice re reminder of like really good things in the midst of like a lot of bad things too. You know, yeah, right. there's a lot of woods. I just like to go out and take my hatchet and I, I understand. <laughs> fuck up things <laughs> like as like a 12 year old or whatever mm -hmm. 
And how did you get on as a kid with, with other kids and, and even, you know, with yourself? Like, what was what were um, you like then? Like, always the nerd or, like, like bullied a lot. Um, you know, like, chubby redhead does, like, those two things. And, like, regardless of whether I knew it then uh, or not, like, definitely, like, weird, like, trans femme faggot, like regardless on if I knew it myself. Right. Um, so, you know, definitely like a magnet for shitheads. Right. Um, but we like lived with a lot of, like we were like a very like communal family. Like we would like, it was always like me and my mom and my grandma usually. And then uh, sometimes my like aunt and uncles would be around and my cousins and like my like quote sister who's like not my sister. She's like just like a first cousin, but like we grew up like mm-hmm. together. Um, but so, like, would always, like, hang out with them, and but a lot of, like, lone time for sure. Right. Like, definitely really appreciate and need and love, like, my alone time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I guess, like, that's how I did. Right. <laughs> like, now, I, I assume sometimes that, that young people would potentially listen to interviews like this and look for people who maybe had experiences that were similar to theirs mm-hmm. to kind of understand how to navigate through situations. Sure. Um, so I think that the part of what I would want to get at at the early part of your years was the, the, the means that you ma- I mean, you're alive now, so mm-hmm. you managed to navigate through these situations where you felt like outsider, treated like outsider, sure. you know, met with probably, you know, violence in, in all manner of Definitely. intimidation. Yeah. So what did you find were ways that you managed to get through these situations intact? I mean, there definitely were, like, like problematic um, things with, like, when I say, like, my parents, I mean my mom and my grandma. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, no, like preteen or teenager like usually gets along with theirs but they those were two people that like kept me alive mm-hmm. like so much um but really like and not like ironically or coincident like music that mm-hmm. was that is a thing that has always kept me alive like what was it at first, the music? The, like, uh, what do you mean? I mean, I would assume that there's probably something that was prior to punk, unless punk was the first thing that, that hit you in that way. I mean, I guess it depends on what you consider punk, because, like, punk isn't, like, necessarily... Like, it was, I don't know, like, all, like I, first I liked Aerosmith, and then, mm-hmm. uh, like, or, like, ACDC, or, like, whatever these bands, and then um, when I started to, you know, either get depressed or realize what that was, or, like hate myself or like everything I was around it was like loud fast music mm-hmm. or what I thought was fast right, like you know yeah. like the first time I heard like a double bass thing in a white zombie song I was like what the fuck is that <laughs> right or like you know uh I was never like cool and like listen to like Operation Ivy or like any of that shit I was like listening to like Limp Bizkit and Corn, and like it was just like I don't think anybody finds deep. Operation Ivy first though that's uh, kind of a I mean people know. like to pretend they do uh, yeah uh, when I was like <laughs> we all know. 12 like whatever um yeah. I mean Nirvana though was like I was like a product of that was like the perfect time mm-hmm. so it was like weird like angsty like lyrics I couldn't understand and didn't really like know and so it could like mean whatever I wanted it to mean right and so like around that and I was also like that like I was like 11 12 13 mm-hmm. and so that was like stuff that like hit me it was like supposed to you know like it there's a reason it became what it was for like so many like weird angsty mm-hmm. shitty kids did you look at any of these people as as role models as people that you were looking up to in any way I mean I wanted to be 
I wanted to be like a rock star or like whatever or like I wanted to play music and get paid for it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to keep on like bagging groceries or washing dishes dishes at like the pizza place. Mm-hmm. Like um I'd still sell out. I don't care. <laughs> like but yeah. Like, uh, whatever way I can get, uh, like, to survive from, like, music, like, whatever. I'll do. I heard that the advance from SRA Records is fucking fantastic. Oh, yes. Is it true? Yeah, definitely. $6.66, like, straight <laughs> out the door. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, you live in West Philly, so. Sure. I mean, I, mean I don't know how much it costs to do, uh, like, mail order for them, but, like, I fucking hate doing mail order, and now I don't have to anymore. Uh, that's so good. Uh, that's, good. That's, that's all I do all day with my business is ship shit out, so. I, yeah, I well, if... Unfortunately, when I, like, make records, I don't necessarily make money off of them. So, like... I mean, unfortunately, is like, a weird... Like, yeah. So, every time I'm doing that shit, it's just, like, ugh. And I'm always late on it. So, sorry to everyone that hasn't got their records that we put out. Yeah. Well, I'll leave it to Bruce. He'll, yeah. He'll take care of it. Eventually. Yeah, sure. Uh, but still going back. So, you said that you you had a close relationship with your mother and your grandmother. Yeah. Were they aware of your, your gender feelings? You know, your feelings? I like, wasn't. I, well, I mean... Well, how did how did you begin to come to an awareness of the fact that and, how were you in a character and i guess like also like my grandma and i hated each other until probably it was like in my late teens early 20s so it was mostly my mom and i like were like like she was like my best friend um i was always the weird one uh like there's pictures of me like i thought it would be funny to like put on my mom's swimsuit and like pumps and stuff and like put grapefruits in the, in the top and like she like took pictures of it and thought it was funny too or like my neighbor like was getting rid of her barbies and like we didn't have like a lot of money for me to get like other toys and i was like hell yeah i'll take you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. things i never thought about um but i mean like definitely in my like like early and late teens like asked if i was like gay and then she would she'd just be like are you are you gay and i'm like no and she's like are you so you're straight and be like no and you're like oh you're bi and i'm like i'm just i'm just jenna pup like <laughs> i'm I'm none Were of you calling yourself things. Jenna Pub then? No, I just like don't want to use my old name. Yeah, no, that's uh, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But no, I was just like, I'm just like, I'm just your kid. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, so. And was there a point that that began to sort of gel more in an understanding of, of, of who you were for real? Like know? gender yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, I was, I'm like kind of like a late bloomer to everything. And I barely knew what queer was until I moved to Philly in 2008. Oh, like, that's not that long ago. No, it's yeah. not at all. Like, mm-hmm. it, and it, I mean, like, I never, like, I never identified as, like, any sort of, like, at, when I moved here, I just thought that I was, like, just still a boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I knew I was, yeah. like, weird and, like, all these things, but, like, until, like, I basically, like, my first show I went to was, like, a show at the Mitten, like, mm-hmm. in West Philly, and I remember just, like, kind of, like, seeing what's going on, just being, like, huh, and then, like, meeting some, like, friends, and, like, them kind of, like, bringing me in, and, like, definitely, like, smell your own, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. there was, like, a couple, like, really nice people that, like, brought me in, and I was just, like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, just, like, a, just steamrolled me, and then, you know, snowball effect, right, like, right. reading, learning, figuring shit out. Mm-hmm flipping out having like breakdowns like but yeah so like not i was like almost 30 when like one i realized i was like that there was like a word to describe what it was let alone um finding out that like 
I'm like realizing that I'm like trans and like coming out as trans. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Right. And how do how do you react to people? I mean, do you think that people re- probably read you as male? Uh, people, I, on I the think street? I so there's this like weird, terrible yet validating thing that happens to me often, where from like, from like either like far away or like from the back, like what I'm assuming are like cis straight dudes will like catcall me, right. and then like they'll get closer. And, like, usually it's, like, you know, they either get, like, like say something fucked up, like, get pissed off or grossed out or whatever, mm-hmm. and, like, that's when I, like, fuck with them, or not, because doing that is, like, stupid, but I... I'm sure fuck yeah. it could probably lead to... So. It's, like, ter- yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. I've had some, like, really, like, f- like, fucked up situations, but it's... But then, I mean, also other times, like, very fucking rare, they're just like, oh, okay, what up? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh... Yeah, it's, like, this weird validating thing where, like, I know that I am, like, visible, like, at least in, like, a femme way, Do you mm-hmm. know? Like, how I, like, hold myself or, like, it just, I don't know, comes out of me somehow. Right. Like, people see it, the, definitely, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, but do you think that that registers, I mean, as but not female like, like, or as gay male? I definitely think, like, as, like, the people, like, in the situations I'm talking about with, like, like catcalling and stuff, like several situations where it's just like they think like i am like some like woman with like a fat ass like my like short shorts and like stocking seam or like whatever the fuck like hoops you know from far away um so sometimes definitely like cis female um hardly ever like yeah no like i mean duh often like people like read me as like a gay man and get either shit for that too or like cat called for that too but like um yeah, I, th- it's, I think it's, like, but, you know, nine, 90% of the time, yes, people probably read me as, like, cis gay man or something. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, where I live in, like, West Philly, there's, like, tons of, like, queers or, like, trans folks. And so I think there's also, that has a lot to do with, like, how anyone that like, also lives there would, like, read me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, being exposed to it. Right. Yeah. It seems like the... the- that trans has risen in people's consciousness in, in recent years. And, like, in the last year, like, also, too. Yeah, like I think a so lot. so much, yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of people aren't necessarily prejudiced against trans people, but don't necessarily know how to relate to them or refer to them, so they can be very... Sure, I mean... tentative and nervous. Uh, I, I feel... But I also think that, like, so many people are prejudiced against trans people. Oh, you know I, what there's I mean? no yeah, doubt yeah. about that. But definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... But yeah, like, I mean, people, especially like anyone that like, um, is like, like non-binary, like, like someone that doesn't go by like, um, female or male, like pronouns or something where people like don't know how to and, like go for like gender neutral or something. They're just like, I don't understand how I like, what do you mean they, like, I thought you said it was one per you know, and like people get yeah. like super confused or like stumble over their words and stuff and I mean if you don't know and you haven't been told and certainly different people have different sure, feelings sure. of how they want to be addressed and because it seems to be sort of an ongoing conversation mm-hmm. and I think sometimes well-intentioned people like you're saying kind of trip over their own sure. feet in an attempt to be you know as fair and I understanding also, as possible and I do think that like there's there are a lot of like well-intentioned people and me personally like I feel like it's you can read that and I give those people like benefit benefit of the doubt and like sometimes i will like talk to someone about that stuff but at the same time i don't think like uh any trans folks or like like 
owes them anything. So it's just like one of those things where it's just like, oh, that person feels a certain way. Like I can either be like, okay, you feel that way or okay, I'm going to leave or I don't want to deal with this today. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's, um, because it's your life that you live and definitely. someone else is just kind of stepping in sure. with their feelings and, and thoughts and then leaving. Definitely. And like, and like the worst thing that like one of the things that I hear that I like I hate is when someone that is like well-intentioned or something sometimes would be like oh it's you know it's just like really hard for me to like get it right or do this thing and it's like it, actually it's not hard for you it's like it's different or like it might be confusing for you it, it's hard for me like you get to leave this and be like oh, okay that was like part of the day that was weird and then I leave it and I'm just like that was fucking awful yeah, but <laughs> it, is, it is the actual yeah you sure the, 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 yeah definitely um, well i guess we should go back a little a little bit um mm-hmm. in that what was the introduction of punk to you i mean we talked about you know yeah um defining punk but kind yeah, of like the, the more i mean i listened to like pop punk and stuff when i was younger like like i said i, I feel like the like the first like punk thing that i was listening to was like probably like uh nirvana or like even like maybe like like offspring you mm-hmm. know like stuff like that and yeah. that stuff you know when you get it it then it starts to like split off into other things and you hear about whatever you know you you get cable for the first time when you're 13 and you record 120 minutes every mm-hmm. su- you know what i mean yeah. like was that um, part of your experience with the with what? With 120 minutes? Because that seems oh, like def- earlier. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. that was, like, the first time I heard, like, The Refused, yeah, you know, yeah, was on yeah. there. Um, or, yeah, but, like, I mean, my, my friend took me to, like, a, a show at his parents' house in his garage. And where is this? Um, what state oh, this is, is Michigan. Okay. This is, like, when I lived in the suburbs of Detroit. Um, and I remember I saw this band called Shun, mm-hmm. and then uh, Johnny McLean, which was, like, was that when, like, members of, like, Black Dolly Murder, like, so, you know, it's, like, all this, it's just, like, you know, 1997 or, like, something like that, someone took me to, like, a garage show, and I was just, like, what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, the Napster happens for the first time, you download every single thing you can find, you're buying yeah. everybody's demos, like, yeah, I was, like, 16 or something like that, like, very, like, Maybe not late, but like to the, but like to that like scene, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Michigan Fest, and which is like, uh, can't think of like was like Pointless Fest or something that used to happen in Philly. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. uh, like punk bands that play in basements and stuff, and not like punk bands that play in stadiums or like even like a twenty one plus like five hundred something bar. You right. know, yeah, is like so that was like my introduction was was when I was living, like, outside of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Did you um, feel that that scene was welcoming to you when you were coming into it as a young person? I mean, I was still, like, you know, it's still, like, a weird, like... It's so... It's, like, confused. Like, it's kind of confused because, like, you know, like, the, the cool punks, like, or whatever, they're just like, oh, whatever, like, new... Like, and then it's, like, me and, like, my weird, like, dorky, like, high school friends that are just, like, the ones in the corner being like, oh, it's sick mm-hmm. it, like yeah so i don't know like it's kind of like i feel like those places you're going there because you're not welcome to like other things you know yeah, yeah. and so it's it's definitely like a new exciting like i think it's like more exciting to be there and excited to like be a part of it than like a welcoming thing mm-hmm. if that makes sense no, no, I understand yeah. Yeah, yeah um yeah and when did you start to take part in in the activities and like I was playing, I was, like, playing music with, like, my best friend, 
my like old best friend, uh, Stephen Longworth, when I was like 13. So like, but I don't count that. But I was in like you know quote band. What were you doing? That in, never what played were you doing in the band? Guitar and like writing. So it was like you know always like normally like a two piece like me and like just me and my best friend and then like kind of like now. But then um, you know just like playing with like friends in high school that had like equipment. But then when I started, like, my first show, I don't even remember what my first show was, uh, like, in, like, nah, 2000, 2001 or something, like, with, like, a shitty, weird grind band. What was a shitty, weird grind band? Uh, <laughs> you must so, say. It's <laughs> called The Kraken. The, the, uh, as in the mythical yes, sea beast? Yes, uh, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, or Kraken or, Kraken, like, whatever yeah, it was yeah. called. Poof. That was, those are some fun pictures. It was definitely... When I had hair, like, definitely had, like, black hair with, like, bangs and, like, you know, duck butt, all that super cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. Barf. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and what was the Kraken singing about? Were you using the, the band as a way of expressing I wasn't, kind of so I was playing guitar in that. I didn't write the lyrics. Um, I don't know. Like, 16, 17-year-old whatever, you know? Just, like, like, I literally don't know. It was just like we just wanted to be loud, fast, and annoying, mm-hmm. and probably succeed. We were at least, at least we were the last one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah super annoying. Um, but yeah, so that was that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but didn't really have any. Like you know, I was never really in like a politically charged band. Like then, mm-hmm. you know, like politics weren't even like on my mind at that moment. Right. How did the grind wind up coming into your life? What's that? How did the grind, grindcore, how did that wind up coming in? Um, my friend, uh, Heather, like I, she needed a ride to school mm-hmm. and then she like showed me like Charles Bronson and or the locust. I forget which, which, which one was first, Yeah. but, um, that and I was like, you know, like I was talking about, like the first time I heard double bass, I was like, the first time I heard a blast beat, or yeah, like, you yeah. know, and I was just like, huh? And then so we like skipped school and just went to the record store, mm-hmm. and she was like, this and this, I'll make you a mixtape, blah blah blah. And, and then, then you discovered Slap a Ham Records. Oh my god, yeah. And then it was then it was over, <laughs> like, and then here I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So how did you wind up in Philadelphia then? Um, so I was in I was in. Uh, like Michigan and then um, got asked to join this like other like grindy band Um, did that and then met my best my now best friend uh, and he was in a different band called Enkeflin and I forget like where no when did we even tour like I don't even remember when the first tour was I ended up touring here and I played like a show in like 2001 or 2002 Mm -hmm. at 43rd and Locust Mm -hmm. um and then we met some amazing, amazing people. Like one of our like still best friends, Craig Woods, who did like Be Happy Records and was in Towers. That was like here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that so we we basically would come back like at least once a year. And then finally we were, you know, driving from like outside of Detroit to Philly to play like one show, mm-hmm. and driving back because we were having so much fun. Red. and pretzels. Yeah, um, pretzels. <laughs> and then. Uh, we just decided, like, we just, both of us, uh, my best friend and I needed, like, a change in our life, and we decided to go on, like, a two-month tour, and then move to Philly. Mm-hmm. So we did. And what were your initial impressions of Philadelphia when you were coming in? I don't, uh, it was, like, less of the city and more of the people. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like when you're on, when you're on tour and you're only in a place so long, like, at least at first, when you're, like, you know, every single day is a show, you can only experience it through, like, 
the people that you're with, you know, yeah, unless yeah, like you're yeah, going out on your own or like whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, but Philly ended up being one of those places, you know, we would go on a two week tour and then we would take two, like a, an extra day off so we could hang out with our friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and really it was just the, like, like all of our friends here is just, and just how it worked, you know? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily the city itself, but the, the people. Right. Yeah. West Philly tends to be a bit of an enclave. I mean, that you're going to find all, all sorts of interesting people. Sure. You know, converging there. The city as a whole is kind of a different scene. So were you primarily in, in West Philly, or mm-hmm. were you seeing other parts of the city as well to get a to feel for it? We were mostly in West Philly. We were, all, we were playing, like, mostly the one place at 43rd and Locust. Like, um, it was, like, behind the... Like the CVS that we ended, we would play most of our shows there. I don't even. Was remember. it a warehouse or a house? It was a it house. Was a, it was just a basement, mm-hmm. um, and that's where we would always go play. Um, and so, really, we always ended up there, and then, you know, go to like whatever, like uh, Gianna's. That's like that's yeah, the, yeah, you know yeah, you go to yeah, all yeah, the vegan places around. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Gianna's was was vegan in quotes. Oh no, as so was later. Oh sure, <laughs> not uh, what was the other one? Govinda's. Govinda's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, we yeah. we had like you know we'd go there. We'd go like do like you know get like typical like Philly stuff. If like any you know oh I need a tofu hoagie. I'm like okay, yeah. like yeah. you know oh, so well. yeah definitely. Yeah, and yeah. so that's what it was. Um, but it, I and like sometimes we would go like explore, but it wasn't really. It just yeah, just kind of all like just like hung out. Mm-hmm. Um, that answered the question. I think it trailed, yeah, no, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so obviously, you moved into into West Philadelphia when you came into the city. Then. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when we got here, well, we were originally supposed to move to like Fifth and Girard. Mm-hmm. Um, that got really like super fucked up. Um, so we ended up staying in South Philly for like three weeks until we found a place mm-hmm. and then we moved to, uh, to West Philly. Yeah. After that. But yeah, so like got there. Yeah. Ended up there. Yeah. Uh, and you're still in West Philly, right? I am. Yeah. 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 Um, when did the begin? I guess that band fell apart. Um, yeah, I guess, I mean, there was like a bunch of bands in between, but like, so whichever, but yeah. I mean, yeah. anything worth mentioning? Cause I don't want to miss, you know, anything that's that not really. Be. I mean, yeah, no, we, when we moved here, we were in a different, band called best friends because we're best friends and it was easy to t- be like hey we're these two people and we're best friends here are some posy songs about pizza and then we were just like ah oh, fuck we miss playing fast music and everything in the world sucks so here's some fast songs about stuff that sucks <laughs> like and what were some of the stuff that sucks is that you wanted to to cover it with the band I mean, it was, I mean, I don't know, like, uh, any forms of, like, authority or policing, mm-hmm. like, whether it's from, like, cops or, like, y- your friends or, like, just people that want to tell you what to be and what to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, when we, when here started, it was, like, when I was, it was before I was going uh, by, like, femme pronouns. It was before I, like, changed my name. It was, like, all these things. And so, like... I mean, this band is, like, a huge, um, like, maybe, maybe, like, Catalyst is the right word, like, for a word, like, me, like, figuring out stuff and, like, mm-hmm. ex- uh, being surrounded by and, like, um, like, introduced to more, like, queer folks and trans folks, like, through this, you know? Cause it must be interesting to, to go through this process 
kind of in front of people because you're presenting this music sure. and there's a you know I mean, people who see you from the beginning are seeing these it's so intense it's like super intense but also like extremely um like so much power from like so because when i like came out like there's like people online that like i'd never met before or like ever talked like have no like all the only way that they would know me would be because of like a website or like whatever mm-hmm. and you would be like and now i'm going by this or this and i would get like emails or like congratulate i mean even like a like on like facebook from like someone mm-hmm. you don't know yeah. is like in that very vulnerable moment is a extremely positive thing you know right. um, so you you set out mile markers in effect saying like making a pronouncement you know a coming out was i mean at least on like or... my, my own like right. mm-hmm. i mean i for like a year I was drafting an email to all my friends and stuff and it was like international coming out day or like whatever, which yeah. is, you know, a funny, ridiculous thing. But I was like, I guess I'll just like start rambling on Facebook and then see what happens. And then I was out to yeah. everybody, you know? Yeah. And then if you weren't on Facebook or you didn't know whatever, like if like, you know, like the word travels or it also gave me the power to correct people. Like if like, the fact that I had come out in, like, a public way, like, someone would be like, oh, hey, blah, or, like, oh, this person, is, like, use wrong pronouns or whatever, and it'd be like, actually, it's this now, and, like, and it was never, like, a necessarily negative thing. People would be like, oh, congratulations, mm-hmm. or, like, I'm proud of you, or, like, it was really, really intense, but, I mean, that was during, like, that was, like, during the band, too, and, like, so is also intense. Well, <laughs> like, I, I can yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's, then, is, is, is now called, like, the queer grindcore, I mean, there's a certain... I have a record or something that says the oh whole. like um like what like the uh like the sounds like the little slogan thing like sounds like shit queer as hell like or whatever the fuck it says yeah I don't, I, mean, I, guess, I don't remember exactly what it was yeah me but, either <laughs> but that I mean that so you didn't begin as a queer grindcore band I think I mean so I basically wrote ten songs and they did like deal with that stuff and like our like every single show like all of our first shows like. I, yeah, it, it definitely wasn't just a thrash band or, like, a whatever. And, like, I kind of, like, I understand that, like, we, like, we're grind. We have, like, blast beats and stuff. But I don't even like using that word anymore because it's, like, associated with such, like, awful, like, like other bands. You know what I mean? And so I'm just, like, we're just a, like, we're a punk band. You know? Like, enough, like yeah. so. And, it, and when you say we, you're talking about you and Scott. And, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, definitely. Yeah. Like, I mean, if that, if we didn't share, like, at least, like, the majority of, like, same morals and ethics and everything, like, we wouldn't be together. Because, like, that person was with me the entire time I came out, and, like, so that, like, when I was talking earlier about people being, like, oh, this is hard for me, and I'm, like, no, it's actually not. Like, like, him and, like, my mom and, like, my grandma and, like, people, like, the people that are close to me, like, those are the people that get the password. She's, like, this is difficult. I've known you for, like, almost half my life now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, like, so Scott and I, and, um, but, uh, yeah, just, like, punk band like we're just we're in it like it could be anything doesn't really matter <laughs> like is scott gay no 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 scott is straight so then when you you say you know a queer grindcore band or, mm-hmm. or whatever you're gonna say sure and it seems like that your personality sort of is the dominant sure presence. i mean i guess like less like the uh like just queer but just like we i feel like um we've like labeled it as like like, you know, whatever, like, stickers on the record describing it, it's, like, LGBTQIA, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, like, Scott is definitely, like, the, is an accomplice. Like, right. uh, like that is a person that has, like, helped me survive and is, like, there mm-hmm. for me and, like, 
like isn't a shithead <laughs> right <okay>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's never any feeling from him that your personality being big and put forward overshadows his participation or his i mean like we wouldn't be we wouldn't be us without him like it, it couldn't like it wouldn't work you know um like i know like it it is difficult sometimes because like i am very like like i am an extrovert in theory like i'm like super anxious all the time and like like a freak show and like in the corner sometimes but like when when i am comfortable like love to talk to everybody i do have like an online presence i guess like i'm the person that like does most of the internet stuff you know mm-hmm. yeah um and so also like being like a trans femme person like in the band like like i feel like uh it's easier for like other like like weird queer trans people and stuff like talk to me and like scott's awkward and quiet and so and so like uh it, it is a thing like and i always like try to make sure that he knows or like he knows that it is uh, it would not be the band with like out him. Right. It's not as if he's yeah. backing you. Definitely. Yeah. Form. No. It is. Yeah. It is like when we play like live. It is like the two of us. And like some of the best things that people have said are they're just like y'all's energy like between each other is just like so intense or like people like somebody said like magical ones. I'm like, fuck yeah, it's magical. I love that person like mm-hmm. so much and That's like great. like so much. Um, and it just wouldn't. It would not exist without him. Like, it's not like a 60-40 or something. You know, it's like, it's 50-50, definitely. Would there ever be any other band members, or were you, are you, will it only be, ever be the two of you? I mean, um, like, we've been, like, using the, like, we've been calling ourselves, like, the Here's Collective, like, now, because, like, we, I don't, like, maybe not, well, we've, we've done, like, live stuff with other people, like, we've, like, I don't want to say, like, collaborated or whatever, like, uh, but it'll, the two of us are, like, the primary people, but... I wouldn't doubt it if, you know, who knows what'll happen. Like use like, an actual, yeah. like use a, a human drummer. Oh, we would love that. Like we yeah. we've talked about. We have some like new fun things coming up that like hopefully maybe that'll be a part of it. Anything we'll see. you want to mention? Um, I mean we're we're considering we might be doing like a like a, a like actual full band record. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but uh, so we've been like talking about that a lot, and yeah, we'd like. I mean. Basically, the reason it's the two of us is because having more than like two people sucks sometimes. I only have the I only ever have to contact him when to see if I want to play a show. It's not like uh, okay, let me see if the other six people in the well, band like can the do this. Work schedule, yeah, like definitely, schedule. Yeah. yeah. And there's always like and there's always an asshole in the band, yeah. Oh, and yeah, so yeah. and like it's both me and Scott are both the asshole in this band, so yeah, like that's works that's out, that's yeah, because yeah, somebody has to pick on somebody else. Like, oh, it is bad. Yeah. We so both like definitely pick on each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know from running a business that that's yeah. what happens. It is how it works. Um, but no, so uh, yeah, always. I mean, we've had like tons of amazing people on like our records like Mm -hmm. always always love inviting people uh to be on stuff so and like one of the we did this one record that um we did our split with people watching like i just had surgery like and i couldn't really like scream or do all these things and so eight of the ten songs that are on there are by eight other people like Mm -hmm. so like i just had i hollered at friends and had a different person for each song, except for, like, two of them. Yeah, 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 definitely. As you came into awareness of of, uh, 
queer hardcore and things like that. Were there any other bands, punk bands, queer bands that you were looking at in particular or had any kind of influence on you? Me? Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, I was listening to, like, Limp Wrist, uh, like, before I knew, like, whatever. Um, I can't really... I can't really think of it off the top well, of my head Well, you did a cover now. of a Go song, so I was wondering if you, if you were familiar with them. Oh, with no. Uh, we did, so, like, yeah, that was, like, more of a, um, the Pizza Boy cover, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, that was more of a, uh, it's like we did that thing for Christmas, and I tried to find as many of the shortest songs as possible from, like, all these bands we did. And yeah. so we did, like, all these, like, short songs. So I actually didn't know that, like, anyone in that band was gay or queer or, like, uh, anything like that. Um, but we did do uh, this Halloween tape where I tried to pick, we did like, it was like 31 songs and they were all covers and tried to have every single song or like every single band that we covered be like, at least like, like, uh, like primarily women in it or like queers mm-hmm. or, you know, so, and I think that maybe there was like one or two that were in there that, um, that weren't. Yeah, right. and it's like it's hard to find, and like mm-hmm. actually, like you, like is and as much as you want to like think that you could just like type it in the internet and be like queer punk, it's yeah. you're gonna get like the same five results you're every get time. Pansy division, whatever. Sure, but yeah, which we did one of the, you know, yeah. we did. But hopefully, those, you're gonna yeah. get like the feeders or MDC. Sure, know, sure, sure. Not expressly queer bands, but yeah. the the front people definitely. Were, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, have you become more aware of Go since then? No. Okay, because uh, Mike Bullshit, the singer, was was an interesting character because he was out gay mm-hmm. in, I guess this was late 80s into early 90s, but as a full-on aggressive hardcore band. So yeah, there definitely. there wasn't any kind of a, there was no feminine edge or there was no sort of like a, like a more mincing or something quality to it. Like it was a full-on... Well, I feel like that's like, um, it's like a... Guy in a punchline's the same way too, right? Uh, what is that person's name? Or um, uh, Inhumanity? Um, uh, I'm gonna blank right now. I don't now. know the, the name. It's the person that like called like Carl Crisis, and there's like a really funny, uh, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's like a couple bands that I found out about like through that, and I was just like, wait, what? That person's like queer or gay or like whatever the fuck, yeah. or like even like you know just like not a shit. It's like so mind blowing when you. Um, like, there's all these, like, hardcore, like, whatever bands, and I kind of, like, you know, like, never meet your idols type thing. Yeah. And whenever I meet someone that's, like, like knowledgeable or, like, not a shithead or, like, where I'm just like, oh, like, this makes me like your band so much more, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I think I like more bands that I don't really like the music of because of the people. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, that like, makes sense. <laughs> like, because yeah. there's, like, so many other things where I'm like, oh, I can't even listen to this. This dude sucks. Yeah. He's, like, yeah. such a shithead. I, I must um, say, I, I mean, I have a lot of records of people that I know are complete shitheads. Like, oh, definitely. Really yeah. dodgy ideologies. But I think that, like, as an adult, it's not going to influence me to... Sure. Like, that, yeah, it's definitely different. Um, yeah. There's, like, some that, like, once I found out certain things, I'm like, oh, I can't, like, fucking even, like, handle that. Like... I don't even want that on my iTunes because if somebody sees that, they're going to be like, Jenna, come on. And be like, ah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, also that's why I love, like, if you're in, like, a, if you're, like, a, like, a, the one of the worst people ever and, like, but you have, like, a rad riff, like, I will steal that riff so fucking fast. It's <laughs> like, your revenge. Like, I yeah. love this, but fuck you. Well, I want to listen, I want to listen to that breakdown, yeah. but not with you over it, so I'm just going to, like, throw it in our record. Yeah. And, uh. I have no shame for that. I I'll think it's perfectly acceptable. I will steal from like 
any asshole. It doesn't matter what it is. And what are they going to do to you? Really? Yeah. No, yeah. I feel, oh, you, you took my riff. And I'm just yeah. like, I mean, Vanilla Ice <laughs> did like that shit with like the uh, Queen song and, or whatever it was. Did David he Bowie, win uh, that? David Bowie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, doing a better version of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one of the ideas that I roll around with, with doing a lot of these interviews is people presenting themselves as role models, either intentionally or unintentionally. Mm. The, the, my thought is like, when you present yourself in public, Right. A lot of people are going to pay attention to you. And there are going to be people who are very impressionable who are going to sure. look at you. Um, you or anyone who's putting themselves forward. Um, and a lot of times the role models can be ultimately be quite negative for people because of their behavior. And I think that especially when you're talking about people who are underrepresented in different areas. that Let's say uh, queers or women sure. or something uh, or racial minorities or whatever. Uh, that there's a lot of pressure on them or there are a lot of people who are going to be looking to them because the, it's a unique experience and it's not that well represented. So sure. in your case, when you go forward, you know, you're presenting a lot of words uh, and a lot of behavior. Do you, do you think about what you're saying to younger people who are looking for answers like or understanding in our lyrics or in like while we play shows or both well or? i would say i would say both and all because sure. like you say you you represent the band you know in in both media and then you know in performance so you're going to have a lot of people who are going to be looking at you right sure and are going to pay attention to the things you say because in the same way that like when we were younger and we read these lyric sheets we were looking for answers sure because the world was confusing so what do you think you're well, saying to that one i think so many of our uh lyrics are super short so it's like a lot of them are like to the point or just like really mad and so it's not really like saying anything besides it's not necessarily saying like what someone should do or feel but it's just like this is how i feel this is what i think about like these things mm-hmm. um and like scott has like written some of the lyrics also and I, i'm sure you would say like the same thing um but I'm, we do like try to make it very like obvious and aware that like, when we are playing, like, we want it to be, um, like, a space where you're not going to get fucked up by an asshole. Because, like, we, we play this, like, loud, like, intense music. And, like, so, like, I think a lot of people go to shows and they're like, oh, yeah, this means, like, push around or do all this stuff. Yeah. And so, like, you like before we play, like, I'm always like, one, don't do that. Because mm-hmm. we'll stop our set and call you out. Or, like, just, like, here's your, your warning. Mm-hmm. And two, like, also... Try to invite, like, always make, like, a like a, a call for, like, anyone that typically isn't up front. So, basically, any, like, uh, anyone that's, like, not a cis white dude, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, right. like, or if, like, you're short and you can't see. Like, you know? Um, so, like, I guess, like, maybe this isn't the correct answer for it. But I just want to make sure, like, the, I guess uh, always make sure to include, like... Uh, like marginalized and oppressed people like as people not just like like a like a backtrack like you know what I mean yeah, yeah. like um, but I try not like one of the reasons we have samples is because I shouldn't have a microphone anyway you know like but why, why do you... uh, I just like I just ramble like this and then it gets like one it gets long and then but boring, you're clearly intelligent but... and articulate so you ha- I mean you can express these I ideas. mean with like it I, like, with a lot of thought, like, maybe, like, one-on-one, but, you know, if you have, like, a crowd of people staring at you, it's, like, a little, 
it's a little less easy, at least for me. Well, yeah, it's um, tough. They're all looking but, at you. Yeah. They're probably out of breath and physically exhausted from yeah, the trying not the... to like throw up or. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I mean, I, I feel like one of the reasons we have samples is like it's like, hey, this song, like it's like, oh, this sample says, "fuck you, officer," or like whatever. And she's like, that song's about cops and we don't like them or so you know what i mean yeah. so i don't have to be like it's about a system that's being destroyed by the pigs in blue you know like everybody's heard that like a million yeah. times um so like it's just like how about like a little like two second clip and if you want to talk talk to us like after like definitely mm-hmm. um there is like one song about primarily like the murder of like um trans women of color and it's just like before we play that i always say something because i'm just like like that's important. Like being murdered in the streets, uh, or like, or like you know, by their parents, or like suicide. And it's just like real shit. And it's like a fucking bummer, and it sucks. But oh well. Like should know about it. And also that is like that song is for like all trans, like femmes, all trans mm-hmm. femmes of color. Like so, I feel like giving those people a spot and like um, not a voice. Like that's not mine to give. But like. Um, like, I hope that that, like, shows something. I think, I, mean? I think, I think it, what it does, it puts an idea out there, and then the idea kind of spreads around. Because, I mean, there's only really a finite number of people who are going to address these things. Sure. So you want to be one of the people who addresses I mean, we're also to the point now where everyone knows that, like, in theory, like, people that are coming to our shows, in theory, like, know who we are or what we're about, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so it's not like when we were playing before where it was, like, we would play whatever hardcore show you know now we're playing like shows where it's like extremely diverse because like musically usually Mm -hmm. um but mostly is like you know like when we we just got back from this tour and this tour was like out of control amazing like all the shows were so diverse and like every band had like either like women in it or trans women or you know it just like wasn't dudes and bands it was so amazing and like the people that put on that tour are like like let people know about us and it's like hey like trans femme like fronted whatever the fuck loud yeah. noise so people who, who are yeah. coming to, to see these shows are going to know what they're going to be getting there's not going to be a dude who I'm, just wants to mosh it up and then is taken well, aback sometimes by. there there is mm-hmm. there's like there was like a there's a funny video is like uh, um it's just like called like femmes taking over the pit or something like that where it's just like this one dude wouldn't fucking stop jumping around and then like all of these like rad weird like rad trans and like queers people just like boosted him out and not in a way where like they weren't like hey get out of here or whatever they were just like nope we're taking over now and they all just like it was it's so good That's um good. But, I mean, yeah, there's definitely still going to be people that are just, like, showing up to, like, a hardcore show mm-hmm. or just to a show or, like, whatever. But uh, I think, like, you know, I don't know, 69% of the time or something. 69%? Yeah, sure. Okay. Like, like, random number. Um, yeah. Like, kind of, like, know what they're getting into. Do you find young any young people contacting you and, and you know, because of what the band is about and asking you questions or, or telling you kind of, kind of personal stories about themselves? Like, rarely, but, like, there, but, yeah, definitely, there is, like, um, or, like, you know, like, we played Gilman, and there was this, uh, it was for, like, Two Piece Fest, which is, that is a thing where it's, like, you know, not primarily, like, queer or whatever, it's just Two Piece bands, that's the whole thing, mm-hmm. but, like, this, like, younger, like, couldn't have been older than, like, 13 or 14, uh, kid came up and was just, like, so, like, just, like, that was beautiful, like, whatever else, and I was just, like, oh, you're definitely queer <laughs> like do you know it yeah. was like and and like was there with like 
the, uh, their father and like it was just like and like I feel like it was like the first time that like I found out about like queerness or something I was just like what just happened and what are these feelings I'm like I'm feeling out of control um, but like that or like there was like an in, there's a a 13 year old that like messaged us and was like y'all have like just like changed my life and like all these things I've been listening to you for like over a year and I'm like you were listening to us when you were like 12 years old and it was like it was like also like yeah. a trans femme 13 year old and I remember just being like what the fuck yeah I mean and it's, like, it's a hungry and impressionable brain so it's absorbing your your words and, I mean, and your if message I, when I was reading that I was like I wish that not that I had like us around but like I wish that I had like the type of like access like internet you know what I mean mm-hmm. like when I was that old I would like it's gonna be like I'm gonna make the assumption it's gonna be a long like intense struggle for like that person but like I'm so happy that they can at least like find these things or like yeah. if listening to us like if they're just like really mad and yeah, wanna, they can like, manage to find you right it's not the most obvious you know big, yeah sure definitely yeah. yeah it like it, it blew my mind and like the like just like 13 year old like trans femme from like Texas and I'm just like fucking so sorry you're in the middle of Texas right now and I'm like I'm so happy that like you're alive and like also took the time to like send us a message like my heart like exploded that was insane um and like I would we we could like do our last record after that and it'd be fun like you know just like I could quit from there it was like insane um, there can often be issues of, of suicide or self-loathing yeah in, in young you know trans gay teens etc do you feel that there's any, you have any kind of responsibility in knowing that you, that there are going to be young people like that listening to to give them some sort of a, a positive message? Man, I mean, we did do that. We did we did the sexy flexy like record, which is like an all posy record because right. it's just like kind of dude, like one, it just you know, sexy flexy sounds good. <laughs> like yeah. two, like and it's saying just it's like, positive, like you mean that in earnest, not not in a oh in, yeah, in no quotes kind of no, way, it, like, it definitely wasn't. It was it was like. It was, these were, like, all things that, um, were actually, like, are, they're actually, like, positive to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but at the same time, like, out of, like, everything, like, here's is, like, my outlet, too, and, like, a way that I, 100% a way that I survive, you know what I mean? And if, um, like, so, like, and I also feel like it's, for me, personally, it's, like, important to, like, hear and experience and like negative things because mm-hmm. there's so much of it like and if you can do it in a way like yeah i i don't responsibility to like have like i guess the positive message really is that like i'm still alive i'm doing it like this shit sucks yeah. so hard but yeah, like yeah. i'm still alive and like i cannot be- like i didn't join like the 27 club um, and what I found that's a, you know, like Janis Joplin, oh, oh, Kurt Cobain, yeah, yeah, yeah. like all those people like that, like, and I'm survived or I'm surprised I like made it past my like teenager years, let alone like now, you know? Yeah. Um, so like, that's a positive message. Yeah. Hey, I'm like, like trans femme 33 and not dead yet. And <laughs> like, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think a lot of t- the, the 27 club, like, a lot of those people are so iconic that young people look up to them and they're, sure. they're seeing a lot of really bad attributes. I mean, the thought of like, drugs are really cool. Look at Sid Vicious. Oh, uh, you know? sure. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. imbecile did drugs, acted stupid and then died. But sure. for certain people, they're going to absorb that message. And, and, you know, there's certainly people who as performers are happy to put out a self-destructive message sure. that you know to me seems quite irresponsible because people 
look at this. I mean, to be honest, like, I feel we definitely also do have, like, I mean, one of the things that is, like, on one of our websites, like, or, like, and, like, a button, like, that came from a song was, like, kill God, kill cops, kill self. And, like, which is, like, really fucking intense. But it is also, like, I don't, like, ways that I've, like, felt before. Um, I don't, I, I, if, if I could just, like, if all, like, uh, like LGBTQIA, like everything in between, not shitty people could like survive and everything else could like die off, like that type of evolution, that would be great. But like, it doesn't necessarily happen. And like some like negative shit Most is like are, real. Most people who are espousing yeah. killing cops or burning yeah. things down don't actually <laughs> Actually, yeah, do definitely. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's much easier to type the words in the computer. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mouth and like, actually... that's not like, yeah. Um, but, uh, just like that was just like as you were saying those was like oh not saying that we're not destructive but just like not like not towards ourselves mm-hmm. like not towards like other like trans folks or queer folks um but just as trans folks and queer folks you know what i mean yeah um because it's like hard not to want to like burn down everything like right now like it's like kind of awful (laughs) like my like my with all like as like a person that is like white and can like pass as a man um and like all these other things like my life is like an intense fucked up struggle i can't even imagine what it's like for other people that are like um like less privileged than me you know Mm um but I would like for all of us to survive. <laughs> so, like, that's, that's my good. positive yeah. message. Yeah. Um, I, the, part of the reason why I thought of that was because I had heard of... There's a fairly prominent hardcore band that's around now mm-hmm. uh, that is a kind of like, oh, let's all get fucked up kind of a thing. And and part of what they were espousing was, like, doing lots of drugs, like mm-hmm. speed and shooting up and stuff like that. And when I hear this stuff, I really like the record that they put out. Sure. Uh and as an adult, like I don't give a fuck. I, you know, what it, I don't give a fuck in the sense that it's not going to influence me in a direction, in, sure. in, in the way that like certain political ideas that you know are are really out there for me aren't going to make me move in that direction. Definitely, yeah. But I, I heard from someone I had wrote about the I wrote about the record on Facebook saying, oh, this is I think this is a really fantastic hardcore record. And a friend of mine wrote and said, I'm from this scene where these people are from the city, mm-hmm. and because young people liked them so much, oh, dude, they like, started it's... getting into doing needle drugs. And these were like teenagers. And I thought, oh, fuck, I had to delete the thing. Because yeah, I don't want to put that idea out into the world. And, and the thought of, like, what does that band think that, that they've made really bad life decisions, clearly, is not going to pay off. Who the sure. fuck does it pay off for? And then here are young people who are going to look at them and then say, wow, I want to do this too. Duh. Yeah, I mean, to be, like, to be honest, like my feeling about like drugs and alcohol, like... At least as adults, I don't, I'm just like, you can do whatever you want as long as it's not like, I've had like a lot of, I've had like a a handful of friends, like one either die or get really close to it. And it's like fucked up. And I'm just like, but you're like, like addiction is real. That shit is like, it's like a really touchy subject, but also like pretending that like, I feel like that, like when you're pretending that it's just like a party all the time, like type thing and like singing about it and stuff like that's just fucking, fucking stupid. die at some like, point. Like, I'm an alcoholic. Like, no like no question. And there's, like, a I couple... I mean, you are saying this as you. I am. Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. Yeah, or at least, like... I mean, like, I took, like, a two-week break recently to make sure that I could do it. But definitely, like, alcohol... Uh, alcoholism runs, like, like, deep in my family. And, like, when we play shows, I get, like, wasted because, like, that is, like, my... Basically, like, my anxiety medication. Mm-hmm. Like, be- um... But, like, there's also two songs about it where I'm just like, dude, I'm, like, fucked up again. 
I'm like not shutting up. This is stupid. Um, and those songs are called Trainwreck, both of you know, like, like, cause I'm a train wreck when I'm like that. And it's just like, it fucking sucks. I wish that I wasn't. I'm sure there's like, obviously there's like plenty of people that would like help me with it. There's like steps to take about it. And there are people that do, but like, it's not like, uh, yeah, I'm definitely not like, well, party, like get wasted. We did joke a lot about weed and then people always like we would have like people play with us and you're like, oh, do you want to like smoke? And they're like, oh, we don't. And they're just like, what are you talking about? You have an entire yeah. record called Dimebag. But <laughs> well, what do you do? I mean, if you have such a clear self-awareness of your alcoholism, mm. I mean, what do you do with that? I mean, do you see do you think that there's something that you can carry through through your I mean, life or you're going to have to eventually make some sort of a break with it? I don't know. Like, I like it's uh, like it's like. I, it's like a low dependency thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, get withdrawal or, like, whatever. So, like, I never... I do think about that often, but I also love drinking. Mm-hmm. And I, like... And I do... It's, I, I love drinking the same way I love coffee. I'm definitely addicted to caffeine. You know? Like, it's... Yeah. Um, there could be worse things. Uh, I try to, like, manage it. And I've, like, stopped, like, doing other things because, of, like... Like, I, like... W- like, uh, I've been trying to unlearn, like the shit like that uh for like the last 30 years like that i've like as like a like a white person like passes as a man like that's been like you know like all my privilege and like um what's the word i'm looking for basically just like white male privilege like trying to unlearn like those like the characteristics that someone that has that like how they act do you know mm-hmm. does that yeah, make sense yeah yeah, um, yeah. so it gives you like, you're looking for a self-awareness of uh i do this and this is also this is what? like a this is like so i drink this this thing happens like mm-hmm. all that like the processing with myself that I like try is like gone and like so I'm just like I can't do that anymore and like I or at least I try not to mm-hmm. um, but who like to, that's the like longest winded answer for being like who knows yeah. I'm like I really don't know uh, maybe one day I'll stop for good but probably not it's really fucking difficult <laughs> like, um, but there is like some sort of like clarity with like being like aware and like, acknowledging it like the first step thing or whatever there's like there's like 11 or 12 of them or something right yeah, yeah. yeah i don't know from, from that because one of them is acceptance of a higher power so oh bummer. so i would yeah. be out if i had that problem uh, and also I mean, cult I, I, the aliens might exist who knows uh, yeah. well yeah. i think yeah probably somewhere more than god but, but i'm not yeah. accepting them as my higher power definitely i gotta yeah. meet the motherfuckers first if that's one of the step- microbe and i'm not bowing down to a microbe yeah I mean, we can't even, like, comprehend time. Like, our brains aren't fast enough to, like, actually be in the present, so who knows? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This, this remains to be seen, so I'll just let that play. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Although I always think, I always think, I don't want to die before the aliens actually land, because, like, what if aliens presented themselves the year after I died? Like, yeah, but oh, what if it sucks work. when they land? Yeah, but it would be so interesting, and I'd be close to death anyway. But, I mean, well, I want to have the, I want to fucking Then think. they might, maybe they uh, have, like, the fountain of youth, and then they're just going to, like... Do weird shit to you. Not even weird, just like painful. Unless you like, maybe I I do a clock out. (laughs) Maybe that would be good. All right. Uh, Well, in any case, the other thing about sort of the converse of of the the negative side of drugs or substances Mm -hmm. is, is that sometimes when I talk to the people, they can say that there was a certain experience that they had with a certain drug that influenced them in a positive way. Often psychedelics. Yeah if used properly can really move people forward in their, in their understanding of the world around them or, the, or themselves. So do you have anything like that that you could share? I am more creative when I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been literal like hear songs that I've like, not necessarily like blacked out and like written, but like woke up and just been like, 
oh man, that's a sick riff that I just recorded last night or did this thing. And like, and like also like with like, right, like I don't um, question my myself when I'm like drinking mm-hmm. or like when I'm, which I mean, that's the, also the negative part. It's like not like filtering and processing everything right, that comes out for, forward. Yeah. And so yeah. like when it comes to like, you know, art, like quote art or whatever and like music, like that's a positive thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, I did mushrooms like uh, a couple times and that was definitely like i like really intense like positive like moment mm-hmm. you know um do you think that there was anything in particular that you drew out of that like any sort of understanding or experience out of doing the, mus- the mushrooms? mushrooms yeah yeah um, mushrooms and alcohol you know obviously oh, totally different, different yeah. yeah um not not like any sort of like n- nothing um like mentally there's like like a like the 47 and 4800 block of this one street mm-hmm. of, of cedar are way beautiful to me now because when i it's just like how it affected my brain it like stuck in there and so like yeah there's like beautiful cherry blossoms and like these other like plants where like they lit they look 100 different like not 100 they look different to me even as sober mm-hmm. like after doing that um but yeah i definitely there can 100 be like positive effects of like I mean, in theory, all the drugs that, like, prescribed all the time are supposed to have, like, positive effects, and, like, they're also drugs, you know? Yeah. Just, like, not um, made illegal for, like, money and, like, Well, I mean, profit. some drugs <laughs> seem to have a dumbing down effect where they turn someone into, like, you know, a potato and they sit on the couch. And, yeah, that's why and I stopped like, taking antidepressants when I was 17, and, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I haven't taken any since, and sometimes I consider it, but, like, yeah, it turned, it, I was walking down, like, this the hall of school and i was like as a 17 year old had realized that i hadn't like rubbed one out in like three weeks and i was like what is wrong with me (laughs) i really like doing that and Uh i was like oh it's these drugs this is fucked yeah um there's other reasons but that's the good Good. story (laughs) yeah yeah, fair enough fair enough um well i guess we'll wrap it up uh i'm curious if if there are any bands or uh records you're listening to or books you're reading or anything that you you know you find to be particularly inspiring or interesting or exciting now um I mean, I think everyone is already on the gloss train, uh, like girls living out. It's a uh, girls living outside of society. Shit, um, they're from uh, Pacific Northwest. It's like members of like people watching and stuff who we did a split with. Um, it's funny. I just did a different interview and somebody asked me this question and since all my stuff was stolen recently, I couldn't like look through the list of they like the things. Same that, question as me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, uh, so they're great. Um, I mean, typically any of, like, we, like, there's that Halloween, uh, record that we did that has, like, you know, like, 31, like, influential bands. I can't think of most of them right now, but, like, they're listed. So, like, any of them, uh, Soul Glow and Swarm, Mm -hmm. who, from Philly, both, uh, who we just did our record release show with, like, no, it was, with the, it was the FOD. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Soul Glow and, like, oh, my God. They are crushing it. Like, one of the best bands in Philly. They blew my mind that night. Swarm, always, like, so good. Um, yeah. I mean, everybody knows Melt Banana. I'm, like, losing my mind. That oh, that show's coming play. up soon, right? Yeah, I'm going to, like, I... I don't even know what to do after. Like, that. that is, like, the most influential, like, active band right now, if not like period out of like 
any band I've ever listened to. Why does um, that dude wear that surgical mask thing? I mean, they're from Japan. Maybe it's like which you know. He's I'm afraid like, of getting cooties or something. I feel or? like. I mean, I, I think it's like an like. I don't know. Is it an <laughs> affectation or is it a is it a genuine concern about cooties? I always thought it was a weird. I mean, idea. who knows? Uh, you need to find the, this out. Which I, 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 I maybe I'll ask if I'm yeah. not like. Well, you speak perfect Japanese, so you should have no problem asking. It's gonna be it's gonna be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Super. Well, uh, thank you very much for yeah, uh, doing absolutely. The it was uh, my pleasure. And cool. Thanks. Yeah.